The Crunch Time Sports Advantage Network College Football Edition is presented by The Rebel Walk. For the best coverage of Ole Miss sports visit www.therebelwalk.com. We are also brought to you by, I'm Changing the Narrative. Our mentor and dear friend, Rachel Barbo started this movement to improve the lives of current and former athletes. To learn more visit www.imchangingthenarrative.org. We are also brought to you by, Quick Cuts Media. Whether you are looking to produce business-to-business or business-to-consumer media for your employees, vendors, and customers can be a wonderful experience with the right partner. Learn how to win with us at www.quickcutsmedia.com. And we are also brought to you by, our good friend, David Walker. Head over to Amazon today and pick up your copy of his amazing book, I'll Tell You When You're Good. Coming up next is the Crunch Time Express. Your VIP pass has been approved so all aboard. In this episode, we will be breaking down our featured college football games of the week. We have you covered on every angle. I will update you on any late-breaking news and expected weather forecast. Billy will give you the opening lines and totals and if there are any significant line movements. In the final segments, we hand the show over to our senior analyst, Kenneth, for the best game breakdown and analysis. In the final segment is the game of the week breakdown. Kenneth will give you the best insight around and his keys to victory for both teams. Webster defines crunch time as a critical moment or period, like the end of a game, when decisive action is needed. Every sports fan knows this time in the game. Your palms sweat a little bit more, your heart races just a little bit faster, and you live and die with every play until the final seconds tick off the clock and you're either celebrating a victory or disappointed by the defeat. The team at Crunch Time Sports Advantage Network understands just how critical these moments are. For us, it begins as soon as the next set of games are on the board. We evaluate the opening lines and any breaking news throughout the week. We cover each game inside and out, whether it's from inside the locker room to a huddle down on the field, the court, or the ice. We take you inside the meeting room with scouts, coaches, and executives. We have our fingers on the pulse of all the sports that we cover, the National Hockey League, NBA, college basketball, college football, and the National Football League. We are the Crunch Time Sports Advantage Network, and we're here to help you find your sports advantage. After all the data has been crunched, we then turn it over to Kenneth for the best analysis around. His unique perspective in both understanding the data and how it applies to the game and how you win is the Crunch Time Sports Advantage. Are you ready? The Crunch Time Jet is fueled and ready for takeoff, and the Crunch Time Express is about to leave the station. Your VIP pass has been approved, so all aboard. If there is anyone who could say, I didn't sign up for this, it's Texas A&M quarterback David Walker. This is the incredible story of Walker's demanding, provocative, bitterly fought career and the most miraculous comeback of all time. Now the hardest fighting Texas A&M Aggie who ever lived reveals his life as the A&M field general inside the cold-blooded arena of college football. Join fans now in discovering the most disturbingly fascinating career in NCAA history with the youngster who lived it, including unique stories of a superb high school coach and the all-time game-changers for Aggie football, the Wishbone Gang. Walker is the only college-level quarterback to ever publish a book based on his experiences in amateur athletics and remains the youngest starting college quarterback ever. 
He held the single-season passing record at Sulphur High for 40 years and the single-game QB rushing record at Texas A&M for 35 years, a true dual-threat quarterback. Enjoy the flavor of Southwest Louisiana and the adopted Texas swagger in his unique voice as he takes you down a one-of-a-kind path you could never imagine possible in the modern era of college football. In so doing you will uncover what may be the best amateur sports story of all time how David Walker met the greatest challenge in NCAA history. Head over to Amazon today and pick up your copy. It is walking to the beat of your own drum, walking the walk, not just talking the talk. It's the walk of champions. It's the walk across the stage that forever makes Ole Miss your beloved alma mater. The Rebel Walk exists to bring fresh, unique content to Ole Miss readers. While we are certainly focused on all Rebel sports, we are also interested in taking a walk that is a little off the beaten path, producing high-quality stories you simply cannot get elsewhere. Those of us involved in the Rebel Walk make this promise to our readers, we vow to look harder and delve deeper into topics that matter to Ole Miss Rebels. You can follow Evie on Twitter at Ole Miss Evie and the Rebel Walk at The Rebel Walk and their fantastic website at www.therebelwalk.com. We are happy to have you on the journey with us. The mission of Unchanging the Narrative is to promote positive mental health and good love for yourself and others to serve as inspiration for students, professionals and parents to create an individual legacy of purpose, passion and platform. Rachel Barbo brings positivity and purpose to students, professionals and parents across the country through her movement Unchanging the Narrative. Presented in an encouraging and supportive environment, Rachel speaks about the power to change the narrative and to find purpose in life. In 55 minutes, Rachel covers themes such as leadership, mental health, self-care, domestic violence prevention, social justice and interpersonal relationships. Everyone is challenged to live a life of purpose, passion, and platform. To learn more please visit unchangingthenarrative.org. While our team's professional experience dates back to the 1980s, Quick Cuts Media has been producing business-to-business and business-to-consumer media since the fall of 2011. Professionally produced media is essential in today's business environment. Successful companies value an educated workforce and informed vendors and clients. Whether your business is service or product-based, let us produce your business-to-business and business-to-consumer media in a budget-conscious way to help you get the most out of your media production dollars. Our systematic approach with actors, graphics, added video, and high-impact text will help you educate, inform, and excite your audience. We will deliver to you a professional video for your business in a week. Whether it is a learning management system content or training, corporate culture or marketing the team at Quick Cuts Media will be here to give you exactly what you need. For more information, please contact us at 844-277-2887 or visit us at www.quickcutsmedia.com. The mission of Unchanging the Narrative is to promote positive mental health and good love for yourself and others to serve as inspiration for students, professionals and parents to create an individual legacy of purpose, passion and platform. Rachel Barbo brings positivity and purpose to students, professionals and parents across the country through her movement on changing the narrative. Presented in an encouraging and supportive environment, Rachel speaks about the power to change the narrative and to find purpose in life. In 55 minutes, Rachel covers themes such as leadership, mental health, self-care, domestic violence prevention, social justice and interpersonal relationships. Everyone is challenged to live a life of purpose, passion and platform. To learn more please visit unchangingthenarrative.org. While our team's professional experience dates back to the 1980s, Quick Cuts Media has been producing business-to-business and business-to-consumer media since the fall of 2011. Professionally produced media is essential in today's business environment. Successful companies value an educated workforce and informed vendors and clients. Whether your business is service or product-based, let us produce your business-to-business and business-to-consumer media in a budget-conscious way to help you get the most out of your media production dollars. 
Our systematic approach with actors, graphics, added video, and high-impact text will help you educate, inform, and excite your audience. We will deliver to you a professional video for your business in a week. Whether it is a learning management system content or training, corporate culture or marketing the team at Quick Cuts Media will be here to give you exactly what you need. For more information, please contact us at 844-277-2887 or visit us at www.quickcutsmedia.com. Now it is time for us to turn the show over to the voodoo child, Kenneth, as he gives his keys to the featured games. And welcome into the Crunch Time Sports Advantage Network. This is the Crunch Time Express, and we are talking the game. The Michigan Wolverines, the Ohio State Buckeyes. Guys, like I, I said, <clears throat> if there's a rivalry game that I am very familiar with, um, along with Alabama-Auburn, this game here has been in my bloodstream since I was a child. So it's been a part of my childhood in Northeast Ohio. So I am familiar with the names and players that have made this rivalry what it is. Greetings, everyone. Uh, Kenneth here, senior analyst for the Crunch Time Sports Advantage Network. Hopefully you and your family had a great Thanksgiving as we get ready for some great college football um, already underway and we'll be continuing on the rest of the weekend. Let's get into this ball game and uh, let's set the story. Let's set the back, the back scene and just simply lay it out. Michigan comes in as the number four five-ranked team in the latest college football playoff. Ohio State comes in at number two. If this game wasn't big enough, let me put this final bullet point onto it. Because whichever team in this matchup is able to win their next two ball games is going to the college football playoffs. So Ohio State, if you beat Michigan, you go on to win the Big Ten championship, you're in. Michigan, Jim Harbaugh, if you're able to win this ball game, win the Big Ten championship, you're going to the college football playoffs. It doesn't get any more cut and dry than that. This is the 117th meeting between these two uh, Midwest rivals. And the history dates back to 1897. 
Michigan holds a slim lead in the all-time series, 58-51 with six ties. Michigan longest winning streak in this series was nine games from 1901 to 1909. Currently, Ohio State has an eight-game winning streak dating back to 2012. A win in this ball game will match um, that all-time uh, win streak in this rivalry, guys, ladies. Before I get any further, I want to say hello to some really good friends of mine who are on both sides of this rivalry. My good friend Tabs, she bleeds maize and blue. And if you follow her on Twitter, you know she has been on fire this week. And I love her for it. On the Buckeye side, want to send a quick hello to my good friend, Music City Todd. Um, Todd is a big Buckeye fan. And also to a former Buckeye himself, Mr. Vaughn. Brought next. Vaughn played in this rivalry game. Fantastic guy. I've had a chance to meet Vaughn um, in person several times. Um, as classy of, as an individual as you will ever meet. So, guys, ladies, let's get ready for the game. Guys, we can go back to the 10-year war between Woody Hayes and Bo Schembechler from 1969 to 78, okay? We can talk about <clears throat> John Cooper, tremendous head coach at Ohio State, but not being able to get over the hump in this ball game. Jim Harbaugh played in this game, has coached. This will be his sixth um, game as the head coach at his alma mater there at Michigan, 0-5 in this ball game. So he knows how big this rivalry is, played in it, now coached in it. And for his legacy there at Michigan, needs to get over the hump. Quarterback for Ohio State, I'll get to him in just a moment, but <clears throat> talk about some of the legendary players in this ball game. For Ohio State, six Heisman Trophy winners, seven Heisman Trophies, they're at that proud uh, institution there. Going back to the 40s with Les Harvitt, Vic Janovich, Hopalong Cassidy, the only two-time winning Heisman Trophy winner, Mr. Eddie Griffin, Edward Nathan George, Troy Smith. Three Heisman Trophy winners for the University of Michigan. Tom Harmon back in 1940. I can still hear Keith Jackson on the call in 1991. Desmond Howard catches that punt. 
goes up the left sideline and about the 50-yard line, keep Jackson with that tremendous call, hello, Heisman. Desmond Howard goes on to win the Heisman like Keith Jackson called it in 1991. Just a few years later, Charles Woodson, almost in the exact same spot up the far left sideline, takes a punt return back to seal his Heisman Trophy um, campaign in 1997. C.J. Stroud, current Ohio State Buckeye um, quarterback, and after that performance he put on last weekend against Michigan State, I don't care if you're doing that against air guys, um, that performance, he is now the front runner to win the Heisman Trophy. A fantastic showing Saturday morning along with another big-time performance in the Big Ten Championship, he'll become the the seventh winner for the Ohio State Buckeyes to win um, that prestigious award. But we're going to get out of the history, and we're now going to get into the breakdown, and after that, we're going to get you into the Crunch Time Sports Advantage. Ohio State comes in with a potent offense, averaging 47.2 points per game, allowing only 19 points per game. Michigan, 36.9 points per game, only allowing 16.3. As we flip the page really quickly, as we get into the money, this game opened Saturday, I'm sorry, Sunday afternoon with Ohio State as a 10 and a half point favorite. That over and under was at 64 and a half. As we currently record this on Thanksgiving night, and hopefully you and your family had a wonderful Thanksgiving and looking forward to a great weekend of college football. That line currently sits here at about 9 p.m. Central Time, with Ohio State now as a seven and a half point favorite. That over and under still sits at 64 and a half. This is unlike the Alabama Auburn game. This is not a pros versus Joes. That way, it's a pros versus Joes. Opposite, and I'm going to explain that here in just a moment. Ohio State has gotten 90% of the money, 7,149 tickets currently placed. Ohio State's getting 90% of the money, yet that line has failed three points. The public is all over Ohio State. The Joes or Sharps are all over Michigan because I want fans to listen and and hear me on this. 
for a line to drop three points, which this one has, off just 10% of the money is very significant. These professional bettors are telling you that this should be a one-score game. Now, the public, watching C.J. Stroud last week, light up Michigan State. Let me say this for the record. This Michigan defense, this ain't Michigan State, baby. This Michigan defense is pretty good. Let's get back into the numbers, and I'll, I'll explain just how good that Michigan defense really is. But here's the offensive numbers. Ohio State's offense, 559 and a half yards of total offense per game. 362.3 through the air, 197.3 on the ground. Michigan's offense, 447.9 yards of total offense, 229.5 through the air, 218.4 on the ground. Defensively, we talked about how bad this Ohio State defense looked early on in the season. Got right against a lot of bad teams. They're now allowing 355.6 yards per game. 252.1 through the air, 103.5 on the ground. The Michigan Wolverines, 306.8 yards of total offense allowed, 178.4 through the air, 128.5 on the ground. Here's your crunch time sports advantage. My breakdown, my analysis. My team has done a great job this week of setting the table with all of their research. So like a power hitter in baseball, I got to bring them all home. Let's talk about... Um, This Ohio State offense. You heard me give give the numbers for C.J. Stroud. On the season, this young man is just. Um, you want to know why he's a Heisman front runner? Two hundred and forty six completions, three hundred and forty six attempts, three thousand four hundred sixty eight. Yards passing. Guys, that's 10.0 yards per attempt. You know that's my magic number. If you're talking about an elite quarterback, he needs to be at that 10 yards per attempt number. C.J. Stroud comes in right at it. 36 passing touchdowns, only five INTs. That's how you become a Heisman front runner. The running back Henderson, 150 carries, 
1,098 yards, 14 touchdowns. And, guys, you know the names at the wide receiver spot. This trio is the best in college football. Smith Niaja, um, Garrett Wilson, and, of course, Chris Olave. And think about this. The star quarterback, I'm sorry, star wide receiver at Alabama right now, um, Williams, he was slated to be their fourth wide receiver. Want to talk about a deep wide receiving class? This is it. It has a lot of that Alabama um, wide receiving core from a couple of years ago when you had what would eventually become first four first-round picks at the wide receiver spot. Had Williams not transferred to Alabama, don't know if he'd have put – he definitely wouldn't have put up the numbers that he, he's putting up at Alabama just because of the talent that he would have been playing with. But um, – when I start uh, rating this group, um, I will rate him along with the rest of his Ohio State um, former classmates and see how they pan out um, as far as draft status wives to that Alabama roster. Okay, so for Ohio State to win this ballgame, what do they need to do in this contest? First and foremost, um, establish that ground game. I want to see Henderson getting the ball in non-traditional ways. And what do I mean? I'm going to take you guys back to the first SEC championship game. Alabama versus Florida in Legion Field. Alabama goes on to win that game, wins the national championship. But that's not where I'm taking you. Alabama had two of the most premier pass rushers in all of college football. And to quote, once again, the late, great Keith Jackson, those demons of Copeland and Curry absolutely tormented offensive lines. Ryan Day, if you are a true student of the game, that's the game that you should have watched this week. Because the game plan that Coach Steve Spurrier, head coach of Florida at the time, put in for that ball game allowed the Florida Gators to stay in that game until the very last couple of minutes when Antonio Langham steps steps in, takes a pass back for a touchdown. The play that Spurrier ran over and over again is simply known as the Utah shovel play, shovel pass. And basically, you allow those defensive ends to get up the field 
that running back slips into the middle of the field, usually right behind the center. Quarterback just flips the ball forward. And because it's a it's a forward pass, if it falls incomplete, it's just like an incomplete pass. So it's not a fumble. But that play was so significant in that ball game that Florida almost beat Alabama with that with that play. Because we know the focus is going to be on those talented wide receivers as well as it should be. But these two pass rushers from Michigan, Ajobo, 10 sacks. Hutchinson, nine. These two young men for the University of Michigan have combined for 19 of their 28 sacks. So believe me when I tell you, if these two ain't getting home, ain't nobody from Michigan getting home. Here's a number um, that Michigan also has to has to create turnovers. Michigan has forced 10 fumbles, recovered eight of them. And the reason that's so significant is because they're not forcing a lot of INTs. Only seven INTs Michigan ha has accounted for. So you're talking about an 11-game season that Michigan's already played. They've only generated 15 turnovers. That's less than one and a half per game. If you're going to upset Ohio State, Michigan, you got to force turnovers. But this is still the Ohio State side of it. So let me finish giving that game plan. We talked about that Utah shovel pass. Running screens, running some delayed draws, some delayed lead, delayed trap. Henderson, not C.J. Stroud, needs to be a bigger focal point in this ballgame. Sports that Ohio State defense. Have you truly gotten better or has playing teams like Tulsa, Akron, Maryland, Indiana, Rutgers, Nebraska, and last week Michigan State. Have you got fat off of some really bad, some bad teams? Won't know that until 11 a.m. Saturday morning. Your pass rush. Your front, your front four needs to control that offensive line for Michigan. Because I'm telling you, if Michigan gets closer to their rush average, which is 218, ladies and gentlemen, we got a 60-minute ball game. Because Michigan ain't running the ball if they're down by 14 or 17 points like Michigan State found themselves. So Ohio State, 
keep Michigan under 140 yards in this ball game. CJ Stroud does not turn the ball over because this will be the best front seven he's seen all year long. And yes, I know that they lost to Oregon. Kayvon Thibodeau did not play in that ball game. This is the best front seven he's going to play in the regular season. Now, let's flip it over to Michigan. Because for Michigan to win this ball game, we got a few more things that we got to look at. First and foremost, if Michigan wins this ball game, the first name that has to be mentioned is Kate McNamara. Right now on the year, 170 completions, 265 attempts. C.J. Stroud almost has as many completions as McNamara has attempts. That tells you how limited this offense has been from a passing standpoint. 2,142 yards, only 8.1 yards per attempt. Guys, bookmark those two numbers. 14 touchdowns, two INTs. So McNamara's not turning the ball over, but he's not getting any explosive plays either. Now, their best uh, receiving threat, Ronnie Bell, went down really early in the season um, and has been out for the year. So we we understand the lack of production there. Cornelius Johnson has stepped up to take over the number one spot with 34 receptions, 539 yards, and three receiving touchdowns. But Michigan's bread and butter has been their one-two combination at running back. Haskins and Corum. These two guys have combined for, and I'm trying to just uh, calculate this really quick, almost 1,800 yards uh, rushing between the two of them and 23 combined rushing touchdowns. So let's give you the, let's give you the formula for Michigan, uh, not just covering, but we're talking about straight up winning. Play action passes. Ohio State is going to sell out to stop the run. I'm, I'm giving you that blueprint right now. They're going to have eight in the box. If not, Ron Day better fire his, his defensive coordinator. I don't care who's calling the plays. Kerry Coons, Honey Nut Cheerios. I don't care who's calling the damn defense. You better have eight in the box. Because if McNamara beats you deep consistently, you say good night, God bless. Throw when they expect you to run. 
watch this in the first half. And guys, we're in the crunch time advantage now because the the breakdown that I'm going to give you is going to lead you into the advantage here. Michigan comes in, their passing game is a almost a full two yards uh, worse than Ohio State. You factor that out over, and I'm just going to spitball, 38 pass attempts. That's a difference of almost three quarters of a football field. If you don't think that's significant, it is. So, Michigan, how many times in the first half on first down do you throw the ball? That's a number that needs to be tracked. You need to be at least 50-50, if not 60-40. And it doesn't mean that they need to be deep throws. You're trying to stay ahead of the chains. Because it's not time of possession. We, we've we never talked that stat, and nor will I ever. I think that is the most useless stat, along with completion percentage, in all of college football. Number of plays. The more plays that Michigan can run in this ball game reduces the amount of snaps that Ohio State will have. So, if you're able to hit a little flare route, little wheel route, a check down on first down, you make second and third down manageable. And to quote um, one of my mentors, Coach Mack, you don't want to be third in chains in this ball game. And what third in chains means, third and 10 or third and longer than 10. That is not a recipe for McNamara as the quarterback, Jim Harbaugh as the play caller slash head coach along with Josh Gaddis. That is not a recipe for you to win this ball game. Secondly, yards, yards per yards per carry. Michigan, you have to be around four and a half, five yards per carry. Have to be. And then we're going to talk about this. Finishing drives with a touchdown. It's not enough just to finish a drive with a score, which is something we've talked about um, throughout the year. In this ballgame, field goals aren't going to get it done. Jim Harbaugh, I don't recommend this, but in this game situation, it is absolutely warranted. You must adopt a Lane Kiffin philosophy. You ain't got nothing else to lose, brother. You are already 0-5 in this rivalry game. 
you need to go for it on fourth down. Now, take the points when you can get them. But if you are inside that low green zone, which is from the 10-yard line into the goal line, man, you got to throw caution to the wind. Because field goals ain't going to beat Ohio State. Michigan State can tell you that. What's the magic number for Michigan to get to to win this ball game? Can't let this game get into the 40s. This game needs to be played in the low 30s, upper 20s. And I know that's asking a lot. Considering the forecast right now is supposed to be pretty decent for um, Ann Arbor, Michigan this time of year. 30 degrees, um, nothing troubling as far as the weather forecast. So cold, both of these teams are used to playing in that. So that's not going to be a factor. Michigan needs to keep this game in the low 30s. So, Michigan, if you can get to 34 and your defense gives up less than that, you win the ball game. You can't allow Ohio State to get over 31 now. Because if they're over 31 and your offense is playing catch up, that is not a rec that is not a recipe you want you want to take part of. Put this Ohio State um linebackers and safeties in conflict. Can your tight end get open um, and just make a couple of key conversions? And I'm talking about Eric um, Al, six foot four, 230-pound tight end. Can he give you in this ball game, because he's your second leading uh, receiver with 31 receptions on the season. Can he give you five receptions in this ball game, 80 yards and a touchdown? Along with your other tight end, Shoemaker, 13 receptions on the season, 100 yards, but three touchdowns. So we know in the red zone, you're targeting your tight ends. But I think in this ball game, you need to target them throughout the ball game. Go some 12 personnel against this whole Ohio State defense. Not only to run the ball, but run a little modified tempo. Not allowing Ohio State to substitute. Not that you're trying to go fast. You're just trying to dictate to Ohio State what kind of 
defensive changes they can make because if you don't sub, they can't. So that's just um, the breakdown from, from us here. Ohio State keys to the ball game. C.J. Stroud, you don't have to throw for six touchdowns in this ball game, but not turning the ball over, using your legs when necessary. Hold this Michigan run game to under 145, 140 yards. Force Kate McNamara into a turnover. That's Ohio State's recipe. For Michigan, keep this game in the low 30s. Remember, key number for Michigan, Ohio State can't score more than 31 points in this ballgame. If so, we will have a conversation about Jim Harbaugh later. How many times do you throw the ball on first downs, especially in the first half? Want to track that. And finally, cannot get beat over the top. We talked about how Ohio State's going to have eight in the box. You need to control the line of scrimmage with, with, with just your front seven. Don't allow C.J. Stroud to get out of the pocket because like Russell Wilson, he's not scrambling to run. He's scrambling to buy time. And with that trio of wide receivers, the scramble drill, it is real. And if those wide receivers get loose in your secondary, not a good thing. Guys, on behalf of my team here at the Crunch Time Sports Advantage Network, hopefully you and your family have had a fantastic Thanksgiving Enjoy the game on ABC at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time on Saturday morning as that game kicks off in its normal time slot there on Fox. Enjoy the game. As always, all aboard. Good night. God bless. We would like to thank you for listening to this episode of the Crunch Time Sports Advantage Network. Special thanks to our sponsors, The Rebel Walk. You can visit their website at www.therebelwalk.com. David Walker, you can purchase a copy of his fantastic book I'll Tell You When You Are Good on Amazon. Quick Cut Media, for the best video production for you company head over to them at www.quickcutsmedia.com. I'm changing the narrative. Our good friend and mentor Rachel Barbo started this movement to improve the lives of current and former athletes. To learn more visit www.imchangingthenarrative.com. If you have missed any previous episodes of our podcast, you can find us on your favorite podcast platform, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Pocket Casts, Overcast, Radio Public, and Breaker. You can also find the shows on our website at www.crunchtimesportsadvantage.com and in the follow us section you will find the links to our Twitter page at CrunchTimeVIP and our podcast and YouTube channel. You can hear Kenneth on Saturday mornings as he joins the Southern Gentleman Sports Show hosted by the Georgia Dog, Pac-12 Dave, Irish Bill, Noel Corr and Ms. Callie Cash. For showtimes and how you can stream the show head over to wearesportsradio.com or southerngentlemansports.com. 
You can also hear Kenneth as he hosts a live Collins show talking all things Southeastern Conference football on Mark Rogers' The Voice of College Football SEC YouTube channel. Also be sure to join Kenneth and I on Sunday afternoons as we recap all the action from the weekend in college football. On behalf of Billy and Kenneth, this is Summer and until next time have a great rest of your day and all aboard. Bye.